Today's show is sponsored by our friends at orcacoolers.com. Orca is about to drop college coolers. They've been out for a long time. They have 20 and 40 court coolers that are going to be coming out. There are so many schools. I can't even name them all, but you SEC fans, Auburn's on here. Mississippi State is on here. University of Kentucky's on here. University of Alabama's on here. Ole Miss, University of Tennessee, South Carolina. The list goes on. It is not just SEC schools. It is other schools as well. And if you use code DADSEASON, you will save 20% off the price of that cooler. So say the cooler is $279. That is over $50 you are saving on that. They also have awesome tumblers like those whiskey barrel tumblers check them out at orcacoolers.com make sure to use code dad season for 20 percent off your order today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com they took some time off for the holidays but if you are a distillery a bourbon group a podcast a store, whatever it is, and you want to have laser-etched glassware at the best prices, they are wholesale prices, make sure to go to distilleryproducts.com. They just partnered with Mir, so they not only have glassware, but they have also swag, these Mir coffee cups, you have, you know, in the Mir tumblers, and you have all these other things like flasks and stirs and coasters. They, they do it all at distilleryproducts.com. Check them out. Tell them the dad sent you. Last but not least, and certainly not least this week, because it is the week of the big game. It is the big enchilada. The whole shebang It's the last clash. It is a bowl that is very big in the NFL. And our friends at Action247.com have all of the action for you. So if you want action, get in on the action with Action247. There is a free bet on Wednesday when this podcast is going to come out Thursday. If you bet $20 on the first offensive play, run, or pass, you'll get a free $10 bet to use on hockey. There's another surprise thing on Friday. Saturday, there's a risk-free bet up to 25 on the first touchdown scorer. Sunday, if you bet $50 on the total points, you'll get a $20 free bet to use in game. Also, there's other stuff going on. They also do fun ping pong Fridays. If you use code DADS100 up to the Super Bowl, they will match up to $800 of your first deposit. Make sure to check them out at action247.com all right you got anything for me well john i did but then i thought it was only appropriate in lieu of a cold open if we just have a moment of silence for your boy tb12 hanging it up i don't know how silent i'm gonna be about this but let's talk about it after the break everyone my name is john edwards with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drink of bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us part of your day fired up now zeke baker i'd ask you how you are but i don't give a shit how you are because you brought up the one thing that has been on my mind all day i put up a story on facebook i put up a story on instagram and i basically said to all the people in boston they're giving tommy b a whole lot of shit because he didn't mention the Patriots in his farewell address. He just did a freaking nine-hour documentary 
about his whole time on the Patriots. I know because I just watched it and I just finished it two days before he said he was going to retire. I watched the whole Tom Brady documentary. It was nine hours only about the Patriots. Didn't have any inkling, one thing, one iota of his time in Tampa Bay. It was nine hours about the six championships he won with the Patriots and everything that went through there. The man brought six championships to New England. When he left two years ago, he said thank you to all the fans. Why is anybody bitching about Tom Brady not saying, I'm a Patriots fan. I know y'all are going to hate me for it. I know I just said y'all and Patriots together, but that's the weird thing that is me who has lived a little bit more than half of his life in the South, but the beginning of his life in the North. And I'm a Patriots fan. I thank Tommy B for everything he did i'm trying not to say ka because you just got me like in that mode zeke and i know i'm gonna ramble but like the man has been through so much he was wrongfully accused of cheating just to get the patriots back he was suspended four games for not turning over his cell phone even though he turned over all of his emails all of his messages i don't know what goodell wanted to see other than giselle's nudes that were on his phone like you can't suspend the guy four games for not letting you look at his naked wife like i don't know what else else tommy needed what else did he need to do what else did he need to prove this is the media looking for ways to give him shit and tarnish his legacy because people just for whatever reason maybe he's too good looking of a quarterback and joe burrow looks like pete davidson and that's what people want to see like i i don't get it why do you have to do that to the man just so we don't forget or get lost on this pete davidson has a hell of a rolodex he but. does well and and it's so it so it's a whole theory i wanted to talk about the last show and for whatever and for whatever reason i didn't it's not that joe burrow looks like pete davidson everybody said he looked like somebody else but like it if you think about pete davidson's rolodex you have kate beckinsale you have ariana grande you have like these other models you have kim kardashian did anybody expect joe burrow to be in the damn super bowl Especially, I hadn't really thought about it too much till he hit the other day, but like, I mean, this is almost still a rookie season. He didn't finish last year. He got injured. So, I mean, he is very much still almost rookie-ish caliber or, or, you know, as far as his time in the league. I know. I'm not saying the way he plays, but as far as how long, how much game time he's had and experience time. And we don't even count it against him that he went to LSU. Hey, they've had some hell of a teams down there. But what I would say is it's the same thing, right? Like you're, you don't expect Pete Davidson to be with Kim Kardashian, just like you don't expect Gerald Burrow in his second season, essentially to be in the Super Bowl. No. Well, I mean, hell, who would have thought the bungles would have been in there, period. I know. But either way, I, I wasn't trying to rile you up, Tom. I was trying to, you know, be respectful for once. I know it's so rare. It gets misconstrued and like. Everyone thinks there's a sucker punch hiding behind it. That was just a genuine nice thing I was going to do. I even thought this morning, like, oh, shit, I need to take notes today and, like, see what I've got down for open. So I'm like, oh, no, TB's hanging it up. I'll give John some due respect here for once. I thank you for that, even though I didn't play. (laughs) I mean, give the man the respect. Don't give me the respect, but... I just, it really irks me. And, you know, I was talking to my dad today a lot because 
the coverage was on in New England the whole time. So when I called back home, he was like, they just keep talking about Brady. And for some reason, they really wanted him to say goodbye. I'm like, what more does the man have to do? Like, people are going to nitpick. And one of our followers on Instagram wrote back to me, well, if you're going to be that good of a quarterback, you got to deal with the scrutiny. And I'm like, I'm all for scrutinizing. Like, I understand scrutiny. But at what point is it just too much? At what point does that scrutiny turn to you're just looking for reasons to give that guy shit? Personally, and obviously being born, raised, and growing up most of my life in the South, because it's always been the South, it's just part was out West too. I just kind of thought, well, you know, that's just how them people are. Hmm. But I don't necessarily think it's them people. I think it's the media. I I'm swear. Sure helping. The media was the one who brought it up. It wasn't anybody in New England that was slighted at first. It's the media bringing it up going, hey, Tom Brady just did this retirement thing and he didn't mention New England at all. Well, when he already just, he did the freaking documentary. That was him mentioning New England. P.S. I'm retiring from you, Tampa Bay, but here's nine hours of enjoyment for all you Patriots fans. You're welcome. So the the two other thoughts I have, A, do you think he decided to hang it up after that unsportsmanlike penalty? <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first one he ever got in his whole career. Yeah. One of my boys said that on group chat, man, and we always like busted out. Like, ooh, which I'm honestly surprised. Like some dumbass in the media hadn't brought it up too. Cause like one of my buddies can think of this, somebody else can. But what if that really was like the tipping point? Like, bitch is gonna give me an unsportsmanlike when I got a bloody lip? My lip is bloody. <laughs> is Wayne Brady gonna have to? Uh. My second thought, too, it just seems weird, especially, you know, being a quarterback, being iconic, to say the least. I mean, again, that's a huge understatement. How do you not come back for the victory lap season? I can't think of a, a big name quarterback, and you know, unless it's somebody that got Theismann or whatever, that didn't get in that like announce ahead of time or you know, early on in the season, like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna give it my all. But when I come see you in your stadium this year or this season, that's it. This is the farewell tour. I totally get that though, because then everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? At least he's going out seeing people and it's normal and it's not weird. But then if you think about wanting to live a normal life and he wants to be able to be around his wife and kids, and he talks about that in the documentary too, like as he got older, it was doing less of those voluntary workouts because he knew what workouts he had to do and he could do them at home and see the kids instead of having a, you know, all, all this kind of stuff you think about that victory lap if you tell people you're leaving and then all of a sudden every single place you go to is this big event because it's tom brady's last game here tom brady's last game there and the whole season you're not even trying to win a championship all this distraction comes to the team and like you got to remember even though he was in tampa he's still a patriot for life and the patriot way is do not be a distraction even at Michigan, he was taught the team, the team, the team. They were taught that from Bo Schembechler, you know, and it was that whole philosophy from Bo, and it was the team, the team, the team. Brady's MO is not to be an individual. He is a leader of the team, but his MO is the team. And doing a victory lap is the antithesis of being a team player. To just still, at least, you know, from outsider looking in, to me seems like a very quick, or sudden decision, whereas I think the perspective of, hey, and you can still go out there and try to win it all when you've announced it's your final season. Big Ben still played his heart out. Look at Peyton. He did it. Favre, 
He was, he made the playoffs. But Peyton didn't season. announce it was the final season before he went and won it. After he won it, he said, "Okay, I'm good." I see. I thought when he got those last two, he got before the second one. It was just kind of like, "Yep, you know, to hell with it. We're gonna give it one more run. Let's see what happens." I mean, it was the neck, but he didn't say like, "Hey, I'm retiring." It was. You know, he won, so he felt like he had to go yeah. again. And I also feel like if you're Brady and you come back, the end of that game was so rough to tie it up after being down so much. You come back, you tie up the game, they win on a field goal. When your defense can't stop them after you work your ass off, at that point, it's like, in his mind, I know I can still come back. I haven't lost any skills. If anything were to happen from 44 to 45, he knew he's leaving the game healthy. He knew he was working on his pliability and all that other stuff that he he did. He knew that his body wasn't terrible. It hasn't broken down. And he does have young kids. Don't you want to save that? Like, what happens if he comes back one more year his heart's not 100% in it and he gets hurt his whole life is different with his family like I get it you weigh on that stuff I mean when you're 20 something years old you're like screw it let's go do it but at 44 you look at that a little different yeah I mean at 40 I'm still nursing this uh this shoulder around <laughs> is it still black and blue no the bruising's gone but uh i don't know there's i have to go to pt now and with your scrawny arms i mean you're not lifting more than five pounds in each arm anyway so i don't know like what you're gonna do my drink weighs more than five pounds do they have weights low enough that you, like do you have to do a one pound weight those like target weights the ones that are like in that pink coating is that what it is i mean i haven't been yet but let's be honest, I'm hoping it's just like bands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Tom Brady, that's what he does. See, there you go. We could talk about this for a very long time. I just want to thank Tom Brady for a wonderful career. I'm sure we will talk about the Super Bowl in more detail next week prior to the the super bowl i do want to remind you that up until the super bowl you can use code dads 100 at action 247.com tennessee's only sports book by tennesseans for tennesseans and they will match up to 800 dollars a year deposit we already talked about that in the ads but seemed like a good time to remind you as we move on this is a very special blind from our friend jeremy fisher who like some other people was dumb enough to send this to zeke baker i know there's a backstory here i know zeke has had this blind for a very long time i don't know exactly how long i know that zeke is supposed to read something before and something after i will let you take it away mr baker what what's going on with this blind i did think the funniest part of this is i was uh <laughs> pulling this out to dro drop off at your place the fedex or i'm sorry ups label you know it shows like a you know created printed on date whatever 2 21 2020 <laughs> So this is a two-year-old blind. Hey, I'm two years old. And I know Jeremy brought up a few times, just you know, in various comments on you know Facebook groups and stuff. And I'd always laugh and be like, "Dude, I've still got it. I haven't even touched the damn thing. The box is in the house." And I think he always thought I was like lying or bullshitting that I either lost it or drank it or something. Jeremy, I, I wasn't lying. You know, sometimes I'm just a little slow with stuff. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> So this is the one that said, uh, open before. Hope you guys have fun with this. Drink number four last. Do not drink number four in the middle or first. I think you guys will like all of them, but I would love to hear all of your honest thoughts and opinions before you know what they are. Have a good time, Jeremy. If you send us a blind, we ask, number one, don't send us like six. Send us three or four. 
make sure we have an envelope. We don't want to know what it is because we want to objectively talk about the whiskey or whatever it is that you're pouring in here without us knowing what it is. Sometimes we look really good. Sometimes we look really dumb. But either way, we always have fun. And let's taste through this just one by one. We are tasting this on the fly. We are going to try to give notes on the fly, but none of this. I'm talking a little bit longer so that I can let Zeke gather his thoughts on this first one so then i could take a sip while he's talking while he's going well nose on this one no i'm not even nosing i'm just gonna taste these straight out of the round i've been doing that a little more lately i don't know i mean sometimes i feel like it's warranted and then sometimes just kind of like you know this is fun let's be loose Let's be relaxed. Like, uh, I mean, the lab, after I divvied these up, I messaged John, like, all right, we're just going to admittedly have a, a bullshitting show, sample these on the fly, light notes, you know, as far as I picked up this or that, liked it, didn't like it, loved it, would have saved it for my neighbors if I'd known what it was, kind of thing. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. You never know. We've both been half busy lately and felt like a good uh, bullshit, but hopefully not too much of a ramble show would uh, be fun and lighten up the mood for everyone and anyone uh, coming out of dry january cheers to you hopefully you're back able to uh enjoy nice spirits and not just water or soda or something we're not going to sit here and shit on it you just have more discipline than either one of us so congrats hats off to you now go have yourself a drink i mean the key if you're going to do a dry month let's be honest you do february 28 days i don't know why they don't do Feb- i mean i know it's, <clears throat> it's after the holidays and i'm with you So number one, I have to say, Zeke, there's a lot of dependencies here. I've poured this into a glass, unlike you. Depending on where I put my nose within the glass, it's either hot or it's got like this really nice caramel thick consistency to it in the nose and it's very sweet it's almost like some filling you would have with some chocolate around it but then other parts of the glass and then once you take a sip of it all i'm thinking of is give him the heater ricky that kind of sounded like macho man sorry it did i was like i know it. it's almost like watching this whole uh last season of squidbillies Because, you know, Unknown Henson's off the show, and they cast, or not cast, I guess cast is the right word, who knows. Tracy Morgan is now Early's voice. So instead of hearing, like, the redneck Henson voice, you get Tracy Morgan. But the lines are the same. I mean, same caliber, same jokes, humor. I saw a buddy the other day, like, it's just a, a mind, you know what I'm going to say, yeah. warp, for lack of a profanity. Oh, yeah, mean Gene, I know <laughs> what you mean. I mean, you're sitting there, and you're seeing the character, and then... The line's the same, and you process it the same, but then when you're like, eh, it's just not the voice I was expecting, you know? Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, I thought it was strong on oak, not overwhelming, but that was definitely the, the most noticeable and predominant flavor I picked up. Got a good little bite. It's good and peppery. It does have some heat, but it doesn't overwhelm by any means. It might push the limit a little bit. Overall, it's good. It lingers. Finish hangs around some. Uh, you know, a fairly tacky pour as far as, you know, sticking and adhering. I have my guess for this one. Do you? I mean, I wasn't specifically thinking about guessing a brand. We've never done that. I mean, I do if it pops in my head. I don't, I won't like try to fetch it. I mean, if I don't know, I'll just say, hell, I don't know. It's bourbon. I was just, hey, it's a bullshit show. It is a bull. I mean, you went into it saying we're going to have a bullshit show. And then you're like, name the brand and name the proof. I just said, do you have a guess? It reminds me a lot of Russell's Reserve. Okay. Did you move on to number two with that face? (laughs) 
fair enough. And yes, I just had a little nip of number two. But you got to figure, we've had this for two years. <laughs> Those Russell's picks back then were a little bit different than what they're turning out now. <laughs> 100%. That was back in the, uh, the drank more turkey days. Yeah, this is way back. <laughs> Yeah, I just took a, a slight nip of number two. Do you, do you have that one as well? Now, I don't know if it's like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. This one kind of smells like a fart. And I did not. It was not me. I did not fart up in here. It just. I think I'll save adding the descriptors. But we all know there's different aspects of a fart. I do not know this. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, you get like the, the egg aroma. Sometimes just rank. I mean, this definitely is more egg than anything. I would say that this is a little bit of that, like, sulfur. What is it? Sulfur dioxide? I don't know. That's the rotten egg smell? That sounds right. I, I would believe it if you, you use that answer in trivia. In case anyone hasn't picked up or, or heard us say this before in the past, John has a ton of random, useless knowledge that I don't think anyone knows why is there, but he can bullshit on anything for a good three minutes. I'm, I say 15 minutes on anything. It's what, but I was wrong. It was hydrogen sulfide. It was close, but it was no cigar. Well, you're 15 minutes of talking will be everybody else's three. So we're on course here. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. What did you think about this one? And I mean, I truly do not believe this is anything against what Jeremy sent us. I think that there could have been storage issues. Zeke could have stored it in a hot place instead of a cool, dry place. Like, there's a lot here, Jeremy, that I'm calling bullshit about the way that these samples were handled. It's been in the original box above the fridge over here for forever and a day. The main thing I get off of it is minty. I, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know, but... It, it's minty, but it's not dill. You get mint and you think 95.5 is a default. And I guess it could be something related to that. Looking through the round, the liquid's still clear. It hasn't, you know, oxidized or anything. It's been airtight. What do you get? I mean, if the nose is a fart, I definitely do get the mint. And we that is consistent. Like, I would say that there has to be a very high rye content, if not a rye, altogether for this one. The nose still, though, is I'm befuddled on how I get that nose. And I keep going back to it, and it's still there. Right, you keep going back to it, even though you think it's a fart. That's a whole other conversation. It's one of those things. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, maybe it's going to be different. <laughs> Maybe it's going to be different this time. Maybe. You know, there's a lot of angles we could take with that. And I, I'm just going to let that alone because the show will run way too long and we might even get in trouble for vulgarity or something. I mean, technically, we're not going to get in trouble. We just try to be better than dropping F-bombs everywhere. Uh, I meant vulgarity in a different way, but. Sure. Have you moved on to number three yet? I've had a nip of it. Again, I'm just kind of nipping these and. um Oh, and officially, the only guess I could possibly have for two was 95.5, some description, just because it's so minty, but who knows. Agreed. Third one, I don't think it's the same as number one, but it reminds me more of that profile. Uh, a strong strong oak, leather, not overly sweet by any means, so I would assume it's a you know somewhat aged product. The heat's not as noticeable as the first one was. Finish kind of toned down as well, but I definitely enjoy it. You know, like where you kind of got some of that heat on number one, I don't get as much here. And so to me, this is probably something slightly lower proofed, still a good age to it. If you like that kind of whiskey that you can tell took some time, been in the oak, it's enough to know it's there, but not overwhelm you. 
kind of like a you know later in the evening kind of pour where you you're a little more mellow and a little more chilled and hey I, I don't need as much umph right now I just want something to savor and to get a profile out of I don't know if you were done but 100% I'm with you Zeke just had a little coughing fit right there for those of you that can't watch at home you can only listen to us I'm giving you the play by play he's taking a sip of his drink right now we're gonna see if this man is composed and can finish the fourth quarter but I agree with you 100% on the oakiness. This was a very thick, very bold pour, had a lot of flavor. I did not get too much heat. I did not get too much rye. It wasn't any real tingle or spice. Like This just went down nice and easy, but... It did a lot for what it did. It's almost like an Apple versus an Android. Like it's not going to give you the whole entire world, but what it does give you with an iPhone is just simple, easy to use, very relatable. And that's how I feel this pour was. I know that doesn't give you like tasting. I mean, just caramel, tons of caramel, vanilla, oak, leather. That was very much there. It's a big back half. Yeah. Like the the front half of my tongue literally didn't pick up much of anything, but on the back, it, it, just, you know, hit every single spot. I feel like, and I still have a little bit of, you know, sensation going on there after the fact. If this was a pick and we were able to sticker it and we didn't do like PG 13 stickers, like we normally do, I would call this pick back that ass up. Oh, I was just going to say business in the front party in the back. See, that's kind of more of a dad's drinking bourbon sticker rather than back that ass up. We let other people do back that ass up. We would do business in the front party in the back and probably have a and I, picture of you with a mullet. And I was going to say, if he wasn't just God awful to look at, you know, our buddy James Smith would be a <laughs> prime candidate for this, but I can't imagine anyone buying a bottle with his actual face on it. No, they'd spray paint over it and call it the silver bullet. <laughs> All right, last but not least, we are going on to number four. Now, for some reason, he said have this last. I'm intrigued by this because, like I say, it's in there. You know, I read it off. It's in there twice. Make sure you don't mess with this until you've had everything else. And I I don't know. I mean, you know, me lately, I've been on a big chartreuse and or mezcal kick. I haven't been on the bourbons as much lately, honestly. So that's where my mind goes to first off is like how far of a curve is this going to be? It doesn't look like chartreuse with the color. And I know to have a good little sip of chartreuse every day because it helps with your digestion. Anybody who doesn't know that, the more you know, just imagine the rainbow and the shooting star going across the screen right now. But chartreuse does help with digestion. I would say, though, that this is a very much lighter color than the other drinks that were in this blind. I don't have notes yet. I'm going to need another sip to probably get there for a couple of thoughts. But the first thing that I notice is whereas three, I said, you know, was a completely back half. This is opposite. This hits me on the front and just goes to town and all the senses there. I almost wonder if this is an Armagnac or a Cognac. You think so? I don't think it's a Cognac just because I, I can sense enough proof there. And very rarely do you find a cash drink Cognac. You know, they're normally 80, maybe 90 tops. I think they're all around 80. It's got to be an Armagnac then because there's no way. It just does not taste like bourbon. It's got more of a heat to it. But I get your notes. I just think that... It does not taste like a bourbon to me. I'm thinking finished. I think it's finished bourbon and something. Armagnac, this has a good singe on the front. Like the lips get a tingle. Maybe finish Maybe. in cognac? I don't think it's a, you know, a wine type or like sherry or brandy or any of that stuff. I mean, I still get pretty good nutty flavor and notes, but just for the amount of proof that comes off of it. And from what I've at least had in my experiences with most Armagnacs, because um, especially because, you know, they're usually 25, 30 years old. You just get kind of that 
older French oak note that shows the age and also sometimes a little like ethanol or something almost. I'm still going to say my notes are going to be three, four, one, two in my order of what I like best to worst. So I like three the most, four, whatever it is, the second most, then one, two. Four is good. I mean, <sighs> I like it. I, I still like three the most just because I like that mouth feel a little bit more than four, but I do like four a hell of a lot. It's very good. Yeah, I'm almost surprised that the make sure you have it last because it's going to throw you off and kind of like stick with you. If anything, I would have thought two would be the one like, eh, save that little guy for later. Yeah, I mean, the second I had that nose, I had to do something else to get that thing out before I went to three. But at least we were consistent in this, so it's not the possibility of like, well, Zeke poured four and put a two and a three and put a five, you know. <laughs> so are you the same order? Or are you three, four, one, two, or are you four, three, one, two? I get a little too much tingle off four, and I might even go back and put one as my second. It's more oak forward than I normally go for, but the way it just kind of stuck and held and hung around, but never overwhelmed. For whatever reason, at least tonight, I appreciate it. You know, normally I, I like a sweeter bourbon. That one, I, I thought for what it had, it was really balanced and and where I'd want it to be. Let so, us go to the envelope. We'll try not to uh, Steve Harvey this or anything. You're doing a good job. And the Academy Award goes to. Hey, I just like people to know that, you know, I left these closed. We can hear the envelope. It's okay. For two years. <laughs> I'm surprised the ink didn't fade by then. Yeah. Paper didn't tear, luckily. <laughs> oh, wow. This is funny. Number one, drank more turkey. CNF variety. There were two for that pick. There was a CNA and a CNF. It was the CNF. You called it. I tell you, sometimes I can, I can tell some Russell's. Some, I, I don't know. There's something with my sample, though. I'm saying this, like the whole thing was hot. Anytime I've ever had CNF, I am going to pull out the CNF and like have some next to this because something happened here because it's way too hot for what we had. I didn't get that much heat. That's what threw me off. Unless you've just been busy and that was the first, you know, taste of something for the night. Because if you come in, even though it's only 110, you know, it's the first pour of the night, especially some Russells that have that backbone to them of just, you know, oof. I mean, that was my first pour of the night. So maybe I was, I should have probably gone back to it. But anyways, I can't take it back. I said what I said. Number two, Whistle Pig, Elixir and Whiskey House, which means you and I helped pick it. <laughs> so this is one of those ones where everybody gives us all of our picks back. Okay. Not, not the whole way, but wow. I remember that one having that much mint to it at all. I get a lot of mint and I get a lot of uh, chalkiness from Whistle Pig, but I didn't get chalkiness from that. So number three. I like how I thought our own picks smelled like a fart. <laughs> well, at least you like your own brand, John. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Chattanooga whiskey, a Valley wine and spirits pick it says 10 year MGP at 108.5 proof. So not their own distillate which I, you know, I think we both agree would be a much more multi-different type of products is back when they had the MGP still. Like we said, we've had these for two years, so apologies. <laughs> um, I would guess that's probably the the lower rye 
from MGP. I don't, I, you, you, you talk to the Chattanooga folks more than I do. Do you know which one they had or if they have both? They had both, I think. Okay. So, I mean, especially with the single barrels, you never know. Yeah, yeah. And number four, which light whiskey, Tarx, down to the elixir, the one of those flight risk picks. I think this might be the first one he did. This might be the one that he and I tasted. So 147 after. or? Yep. 147.3. I think this is the one we tasted after the old elk pick, uh, like literally in distro parking lot. <laughs> and I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, we said it was good and kind of simple-ish, but sweet and just hot. Well, I was right. It wasn't bourbon, but you know. Interesting enough. That's uh, that's funny though. Thank you uh, very much, Jeremy. Sorry it took two years for us to get to this, but again, I did not lie when I said I hadn't lost it, drank it, or done something with it. I'm just a little bit slow some days. I'm really pissed because Drank More Turkey is still my favorite. The CNF, I think that was my favorite turkey that we did. I, I am calling shenanigans. I mean, I've had folks, especially since you know it's been so long since we did those, and obviously have opens and whatnot and revisit them from time to time. And I've had a few people in the past probably six, seven months say, hey, how often do you go back to these? I'm like, man, what I've got, I'm scared to open. Like, yeah, I, I know what I have rat hold for down the road, but I, I don't want to open it because I still want to revisit these one day, you know, like all our other picks, you know, you just hide them out of sight, and out of mind. So you can't touch them. And they're like, man, whenever you do the A, it comes around. It takes a little bit, but man, I'm like, okay, all right, I'll, fair, fair. I'll, I'll keep it in mind. I'll Thankfully, I only have two A's left and one F. If I have one that we can open and mess around with, it would be an A. I'm not sure what my count is. I know I did buy an F off secondary. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's bad when you're buying your own picks, bro. Oh, man. I even had to bend it. The guy messaged me. He's like, I feel kind of bad. I'm going to cut you a little bit of a break. I'm like, hey, man, whatever you want to do, like market's market. I get it. (laughs) Yes, I'm buying my own damn pick, but fair is fair. And then he's like, (laughs) screw it. You pay what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. This was a lot of fun, Jeremy. Thank you so much. To all my other Bostonians out there that were driving in the car, going to the bar, watching Tommy Brady, this one's for you. I'm going to have a drink for you tonight. Don't go to the bar by yourself. Everybody can commiserate. It'll be a good time. Hey, at least they don't have to worry about ever playing him again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Y'all can find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please leave us an open, honest review, just like we leave open, honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Music City, U.S. of A. Cheers. Ciao.